constantly with the people, and it's like, wait a second, let's change this now. Let's say, yeah, let's bring these guys on board because you guys are the new stars. Like you're really showing people, like, you know, you're giving up. Okay, there's a price to pay for the fame, though, right? You can give up a little bit it's of something. People think, right? But at the same time, you're giving up so much education, so much free game, you're creating hope, and, and you're changing people's lives by creating hope. You know what it is, man. We are the culture. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. we, we are from New York. We yes. grew up. There's a business like, side of what I wanted to talk about with Earn Your Leisure and yourself, because, okay. like you said, he said, he said, oh, you're watching, but there's still more inside of that. He didn't. Like you live and exist with your business, correct? You own, correct? Inside of Earn Your Leisure, it's correct. So I have my mortgage stuff that I do, mm -hmm. which you know I eat off of that. Sure. Um, when it comes to you know Earn Your Leisure University, that's our online um, platform. We got twelve, thirteen thousand active students um, currently, um, which is which is phenomenal. That business has been going since twenty nineteen. Right now. And um, steady growing. And um, what do you, what do students learn at? at, at oh, at everything. Online? So it's an online university. So it's an online. It's an online financial literacy community. So basically, the whole format behind everything, and I break down the business aspect of everything, right? So earn your leisure, and this is how we look at everything. Earn your leisure. The show, Troy and Rashad, mm -hmm. right? And Mike, who's behind the scenes. Yeah, Mike's right? behind the scenes. Shout out, Mike. Shout out to Mike. Absolutely. That's the head, right? That's the, the core. That's the core. That's 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 Voltron. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like the bigger earn your leisure the show gets, the philosophy was everything else will fall in line and get grow with it. Sure. Will. So when it comes to earn your leisure, picture that that's the head. Then you got EYL University, that's another arm. You got Invest Fest now, that's another arm. You got the real estate expo, that's the chess, right? Then you got the trucking business, you got the real estate, then you got all these, you got EYL Network now, right? So you have all these different pieces of the puzzle as, as that comes together. As my man Jeff Arnold said, he calls it the hub and spokes. Mm -hmm. So they're the hub. Absolutely. And all these spokes are coming out. Absolutely. Around, and then the spokes could be infinite. It doesn't, it never Absolutely. ends. And, 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 that's what and, we, and, we, and we push that, yeah. right? Like I don't have ownership in Earn Your Leisure. There's businesses that they do that I make no money off, but I sure. push it like it's my business, like the merch. The assets over liabilities. I wear that faithfully. Me too. Right? I have no ownership in that business, but it's my business. It mm -hmm. has to do well. Because yeah. right. if it don't do well, then that means yeah, I'm not going to do branding well. It's your branding. The branding of Voltron. It's, exactly. <laughs> and that mindset is what is very important and why it's successful. Because without you having that mindset, as well as the others, the other spokes that are inside of that hub, mm -hmm. right, on that hub, it won't be as successful. It no. needs you to help push it without worrying about it's mine. Correct. In that sense. It's, it's, Correct. And that is, to me, like, when I look at these guys today, that's probably a downfall of why things fail because everyone is thinking about one thing instead of a bigger picture. Agreed. And when I hear you talk, you're talking about the bigger picture, and that's what it is. It's all bigger picture, Chris, man. Like, it's no ego in this. No ego. It's no ego in this, man. I don't got time for no ego. Everybody eats. Everybody, Everybody eats, beat. And that's a fact. Everybody, Everybody eats. eats Everybody that's in the Earn Your Leisure um, circumference, the bubble, right? Sure. Everybody has a role to play. Everybody has a job. You know, most of the people that work for the companies are people that we know personally on personal relationships. Half of it is their family. You know, right? uh, it's funny because they didn't know you. No. 
I was a stranger. I'm the lost. I'm the long lost, lost cousin. But all of them, right? <laughs> I, I believe every pretty much most of the people he has. That's how he met them through social media. So, so when they it reached out, the core, the core though, like mm-hmm. Mike, Mike Troy and, and yeah, Rashad, they grew they up together. together. Yes, yeah, twenty five, thirty core. years. It's, it's right. the core, you know. AB, um, they see the CEO. You know what I mean, Abdullah. He's been with Troy for forever. Sure. Right? Um, you got Jamal. You got Bam, who's Mike's brother. All these guys have been around. Yeah. That's their family. Right. And then when I came into the fold, it was like, yo, this is the, our cousin. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's right. He right wins in, and, and it works. Right? The synergy. Because the synergy couldn't just work with me and Rashad. Right. It had to work with me everybody. and Troy. It had to work with me and Mike. Sure. All, we all have to be on the same page. And even everybody else, I have to be embedded with them too because it wouldn't work if these two like me but everybody else hate my guts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And I have to be able to love them like I've known them my whole life too. That's my family. <laughs> Those are my brothers. No, you know I know what I'm saying? It. I'm clear. And when I'm around you, I feel that energy with everybody. A hundred percent. And you've been around us so many times. Yeah, we I, outside. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We no, have a great but time. But I see it. And again, one day we was at um, Tao. Mm-hmm. That day at Tao. And I just seen the stress on Troy that night. That was a lot of people at Tao that night. It was a lot, of people, <laughs> was a lot of people that night. I, Me personally... Coming from Murder Inc. and all those things, I'm used to it. I'm yeah. acclimated to it. I understand. And I went to him and I told him, I said, this is part of it. Yeah. It was a you know, lot of people that night. What's that expression? The much is given, much is required. Yes. So it's like, I understand. And I let him know, whatever part you want me to play for you, I'll do it. It's no issues. Don't don't get stressed. This is really a celebration. Yeah, you know? it was definitely a celebration. But you know, when you go out with those large groups, you get a lot of people that you don't even know inside of it. Hundred percent. And you're dealing with it. It's but you know what? That was <laughs> that's also learning lessons for for us too, because we have such big hearts. Yeah. Right. And sometimes we don't want to turn down nobody. Right. And but now we had to learn. Like, nah, these dinner bells get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like they get crazy. <laughs> Motherfuckers be ordering. Like, are you pulling out your card? Stop you from earning your leisure? Nah, and we're not trying to stop <laughs> us from <laughs> earning. Where, the, so when the waitress cr- comes, everyone looks at you guys and says, "Thank you so much, thank you." Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Where's your car at? And leave. <laughs> or they leave before. Oh, I gotta yeah. go. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I gotta All go. The time. My Uber's outside. <laughs> <laughs> but that happens. But even, and I think, look, that's even with anything in life. Once you start going through certain journeys like this, there's no education behind this. Yeah. Right. People who. Have went through this, especially let's let's call a spade a spade. When we're dealing with the music industry, you guys have seen this yeah. firsthand ten years ago, fifteen years ago. But sure. we didn't have no reference to learn from that <laughs> because we're looking from the outside looking in, so we don't really know. So now, as Is we it go an adjustment our, point that you guys you know, have to get used oh, to, it's, oh, like, it's already adjusted. You know, Let you me know, tell you, that shit is adjusted. Yeah. <laughs> like we, their, or they made their oh, we 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 made of adjustments no, because so, you, it's not sustainable. But yeah. you know, when I look at the financial space you guys are in, all the different verticals, right? It never was being done this way for us. And that's one of the things I look at so important is because this vertical that I see in the financial space is really for us and they're educating us for the first time in this capacity. You know, these older guys, and I'm an older guy, but I'm still young in the mind, right? And mentally, I never want to be old in the mind. I want to always understand. That's most what, important. Yeah, it's about staying relevant today. And, you know, the reality is the young run the world. Facts. And if we don't understand that, you know, we'll get left behind. We'll be the odd man out. 
So what I mean by that is they're out educating the youth in a way that they can accept it, learn it, and get it. And that is so powerful. And I love to see it because if I use music, there would be older guys in music that made us say or tell us we can't do things and kind of restrict us to which we was very rebellious, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's I see that same rebellious side of them in what they're doing in their financial literacy. It's very funny because I always tell Rashad and Troy, I say, don't change. Don't I tell them all the time, if I see you uh, doing the deals that, you know, because you don't have to. Yeah. With these corporations that want a certain agenda, I'm going to let you know that that's not right. I'm going to be on your ass. I tell them every time I see them because that's how big they're getting and I yeah. know the pressure that comes from that. See, we never wavered. I never bent. Irv never bent. We didn't waver. You could do everything you want the way you want, how you want for your people. They got to live and deal with it. That's how where they're at. That's the place they're at. I just don't want to see them doing things with corporations because of a check. Yeah. and A I, check and I, is coming regardless. And, you can't stop it. And, and to speak on that a little bit deeper, right, the great thing about us and the movement right now is that we don't have to do deals we don't like. Right. Because from a financial perspective, we've all made smart, wise investments sure. and, and, and financial decisions. See, you, you meant you just you're saying we're, so we're moving into ever the last four or five years that vocabulary has changed. So we've mm-hmm. been introduced to likes, comments, mm-hmm. uh, TikTok, right? Different words. But there's a word that you guys are changing that I've heard a lot of in the, in the music and in the sports industry, a lot of young men go from nothing and become millionaires right mm-hmm. away. And there's a word that now you guys are starting to use that we would use before. And the, the, the word before was, if I get 100000 a million dollars, how can I spend it? Now the word is, how can I invest That's it? it. Yeah. He said, we've made the right investments. Of course. When we were coming up. We've been in the music for 20 years. When we get that first check, what did we do with that first check? Oh, we fucked it up. We spent it. <laughs> no, but listen. Listen to this. We spent Ooh, it. We. Yeah. But hey, it was a hell of a no, time, no, though. You know why? Because yesterday, yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, we were, hey, yesterday we, were, we, were dead, we were talking to an NBA oh, ball yeah. player. Sebastian. Yeah, he was talking, yeah, he was talking about a check. Sebastian Yeah, but listen, he was Great. talking about a check that he was supposed to get. And he, he's, oh, I think it was Adidas. Like he goes... Man, I could have spent that. You know, they would have Yeah, and he I, said I could have spent, spent that. it, but That's it, what he it, said. but in the way I get the mentality because we're, you know, nowadays because of the education, mm-hmm. when some of these young athletes get an extra hundred thousand from an endorsement, two hundred thousand, mm-hmm. they try to invest it now. They you understand because yeah. they, or they're trying to learn how to invest before. It's, let me go buy that the chain. Let me go buy. So the the aspect of you guys educating. You ain't gonna stop my fun, De Niro. <laughs> and we still go get the league. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, what's the first thing they did? They got EYL chains. Let's give it a look. We're not gonna stop. That's the culture. What I mean is, that's the last thing you do. Yeah. You know, this now, is- now it's like before, and then another thing that we go through in the black and the brown community. See, I, I another thing I had with Sebastian. I said, Sebastian, you got drafted in thirteenth uh, pick in the first round. I said, out of all, say, what is it, 30, 30 draft picks in the NBA? There's 30 teams, right? It's 32 yeah, now. 32. 32. So let's say 32. Out of 32 first-round draft picks, there's about, I would say, 28 African-Americans. Yeah. Maybe out of the four the white, Lithuanian, European, whatever the hell. yeah. How many, I told, how many of the white athletes, NBA, 
NFL, have you ever seen them when they get their check that they have to run and buy their mama house in a car? I'll wait. Mm. The money doesn't roll up. See, when we get money, who we have to save? Everybody. Everybody. We got to go up. Mommy yeah. and daddy Jesus. first. Everybody. Jesus and everybody. Moses right, but you, but you, everybody. you notice how they're set up. Yeah. Yeah. That kid who went to college, who might have got the NFL scholarship, already had a little uh, 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 college fund put away. Oh, you got the scholarship here. You can keep that money, Bobby. Or you can. Our money, when we get it, is, all right, now we got to help mommy and daddy first. We got to help Theo Pacho. We got to help Theo <laughs> Pacho. Yo, hey, listen. Little Bobby's coming home in three years doing a bid. Yo, we got to help sure Bobby's good. Listen, we got to yeah, help everybody. Yeah. So when I, I heard you say, we're not doing that no more, was you not that you were good. You're trying to help people. So what's an extra meal on the table? Next thing you know, what's an extra four people? Next thing you know, yo, every three days is an extra 1,500. What? 1,500 is like... Man, <laughs> no, every day they the wish it was extra. Extra. They wouldn't complain. No, yeah. what I mean is every yeah. day is an extra fifteen hundred at the table, an extra. Next, you know, you just spent thirteen thousand at the end of the month for people you didn't even know. Yeah. So I mean, look, I, I think when, especially black and brown, when we get money, it's easy to spend, right? Because we've been taught to spend. We've been taught to spend. We've been taught to be consumers, and look, we're gonna fuck it's, up it's some deep. money. I think it's deeper than just being taught to spend, me, mm -hmm. guys. Personally, that's tough. But I you think say? what you again, think? we've been down so long. We've seen so it's, it's about that too. it's really a mind. It's a mentality. Yeah. I had a conversation. I told him I had this conversation because I want to be one of the people to talk to all the NBA players coming in, the new players. I would do the NFL as well. They're running into this act, this wealth. And they don't, you know, you hear the stories of after they're out of their league, they're four years later, they're, they're broke. They're flipped upside yeah. down broke. And again, I, and people say, how did they do it? I'm like, it's not hard. It's not hard. It's not it's, hard. It's not hard at all. It's not hard. I but it's you like, you just don't understand. Minutes. And it's that mindset that you are developed from watching the struggle of your peers, your family, everyone. The stories you get growing up, we mm -hmm. all get them. See, that's Chris, the part. And not that having the, the financial literacy understand. either. And not having the financial literacy. And not having the resources as you're growing up, too. I think everything plays a part, but I, I can speak for just, you know, me and what I see with my team is, like, when, when we first started really, really making a lot of money, it's like, yo, you want to celebrate life. Like, yeah. you know, you celebrate life, you go to the club, you do this and blah, blah, blah. But after some time, you just, like, the light bulb, just goes off. So now imagine you're an athlete, though. See, that getting 10 that, times more. 10 times right? more, but you worked your whole, whole life, life to it. get to that yeah. point. It's yeah. your dream. To get it's to that dream. point. Exactly. Where now you get this check, and now you could actually do whatever the yeah, fuck you want. because now you're getting 10, 20 M's a clip. Exactly. That's a different type of money. Yeah. You know, so I And that's I, the challenge that we have in the education. That's why I love their university, their education side, because they have to educate. That's your job, really. Yeah, Part I of mean, it. what you're doing here is you're educating it's, about it, loans, and you could get it. Look, what did you say? Five eighty for this one, yeah. six uh, thirty, six twenty for, for this one. Yeah. Those are big things that, from an education standpoint, that if we understood, I have five sisters, right? Mm -hmm. It's eight of us. I got two brothers, five sisters. So I always talk to my sisters. They're all older than me. They didn't understand Robinhood, the theory that they could be investing a hundred bucks, twenty bucks. They never did it. Yeah. They they only saved money traditionally in this savings account, and that's it. And they all worked good jobs yeah. and have their little savings, and it's nothing wrong with it. They might have their homes and they paid their mortgage, but they didn't do nothing, nothing but else, traditional yeah. thinking, nothing else. And, and now in their 60s, they're sitting in their late 50s and 60s, they're realizing 
that they could do so much more because yeah. I'm giving them the information. And it's never too late. It's never too it's late. Never. It's never too late. As long as you got breath in your body, you have an opportunity exactly. to turn your life around. And you have an opportunity to invest. And that's one thing like with us, and this is why we, we, we share so much information, is that we want our people to be successful no matter what age group. We got 18-year-olds yes. in, our, in our university, and we got 65, 70-year-olds in our it's university. It's never too late. It's never too late. And what we try to tell people is— That's hip-hop, is, just so you know. That's a fact. And what we try to tell people, look, we are the culture. Like I said, we are hip hop. Yes. We, we eat, sleep, shit. What you hip hop, right? Yes. So we're gonna when you get money, yeah, you're gonna want to have your bling. But we like to call it wearable assets, right? So we're gonna buy, we're gonna buy wearable smart assets. wearable assets, right? So no. we're gonna buy Rolexes and don't ice them out. We're going well, if they if, if they do. got diamonds, it's factories, Rolex diamonds. Okay, right? There and it we, is. And we That's only, educated. And, and we only saying, buy from authorized dealers. Right, because we, we collectors. There it is. So, right, all of everybody in my crew who purchases Rolexes, it's not from a jeweler. It's from the authorized dealer, and it's all factory, and it's all worth more than what we're paying for. Every I mean, Jacob one. wasn't the authorized jeweler. Jacob the jeweler. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But shout out Jacob. Sh- shout out man, Jacob. Yo. But that's what we he held his learned. head. That's definitely another did. Story. That's he another story. story. He definitely he did. Held his head, yo. <laughs> he definitely did. Documentary coming soon. Yeah. But, but that's when, if you're going to spend money on jewelry, just be smart about how you're going to spend the money. Make sure you're buying an asset and not a liability. And that's what we've, we've adapted. I, our now, now here, again, you, you blow through words. Mm-hmm. I'm very particular with uh, words assets and liabilities mm-hmm. can we break that down like if we're talking to a fifth grader because it's okay. words that we use all the time but most people will be like so and in, in, in layman's what terms, is a liability hold on now see and this is something mm-hmm. else because you're a loan uh a mortgage for loans and mortgages right and that is a liability correct that's not the asset correct correct okay. so so all right there's good debt and there's bad debt yeah Right, mortgage is good debt in my opinion. In your opinion, because yeah. it helps you build wealth. Now, some will say if you buy a single family home, it's not an asset; it's a liability because you have to pay the pay mortgage. Pay. The mortgage is not paying it's you. It's not an asset until you finish paying. It's not an asset, or until you until you pull money from it. If you sold it, then it's your asset. Because you not, got the equity. Because you have the equity, but until then, but what it's if you bought a single family asset. home? That was yeah. run down. You put a little money to fix it. Now you can borrow against the. It's an asset. Like you see, for me, I look at it differently, right? Well, as a single family home, yes. How much money did you, again, the way you would look at it, again, if you talk to someone that's just financial, not a loan. See, right. he's giving right. you his opinion, but it's still, a, it's, until you got the money out of it, it's not an asset. Any, it's still t- a Technically, liability. anything that you True. have to pay for is a liability out of your pocket. Yes. Anything that pays you is an asset, right? right? So can your home be an asset? Absolutely, if you pull equity out of it, if you're house hacking your house, right? So with the technology that we have with with this phone right now, you can Airbnb your house, yeah, right? You can rent out your basement. Hell, if you got a pool, you can rent out your pool. If it's a rental apartment, then it turns into yeah. asset. It's an asset again, because technically it's an asset once you get back what you put in it. What you put into it. It's still a liability until you get it all out. Them cars, them cars we pay them payments every month, liability. A car can be an asset. Something and, and rent put it, it out. You put it on Toro, something a, like that. A private house <laughs> you got right now mm-hmm. that your daughter lives in one yeah. and liability because oh, we're paying when I get liabilities. Yeah, you know I'm saying because we're paying out, but at the same time, all around, if they build when they build equity, you could pull out an asset. So we're trying to explain to the people. So an asset, basically, let me get this right. So if I go ahead and um, I have an apartment, mm-hmm. I rent an apartment out, and I'm paying my monthly rent. 
liability. But now if I take that same apartment and I turn it into an Airbnb, and now that apartment, my my rent is a thousand, but I'm making two thousand a month. It's, it's an asset. It's an asset. What if you right. take that same apartment, and make it your office? It's just a deduction, though. But, that, but, the, but the business is paying for the it. business is paying for it's it. Paying it. Now, for now it helps the business, right? So that that would be something. I'm saying then it turns into an that's asset. A, that's an asset. Yeah. Okay. So that's, so that's what, I'm just trying and, to explain. And, and, and that's why I'm saying if you it's get a, you structure, it's all right. on how you structure everything. Yeah. Even your primary house that you live in, you can get cash flow coming to that house. Yes. Right. If like you said, if you have a home office, guess what? You can deduct some of that. Yes. Right? If you if you Airbnb, if you rent out your rooms. I know people that... So the guys right now that have these girls and they're uh -huh. buying them all these purses and all these things and taking them out, liability, right? Yeah, unless they take it all back. <laughs> Depends on... Hey, the, hey. No, 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 no. Let me say this, though. Let so me say this, though. if you're tricking on a girl, that's a liability. If you if buy you, her a car... Hold on. If you're tricking on the back. wrong girl, yeah. if you're tricking on the, the wrong, wrong girl, girl yes. then it's a liability. The but, right one, but the right one, that's more. an investment into her. So she's if she's pouring back into you, so gonna, how many liabilities are you going to go through? How many liabilities are you going to go through before you realize you have? Well, an that's asset? what. That's why you gotta have. <laughs> that's why you gotta have hey, discernment. Do the mitigating you know factors. You gotta have hey, discernment, do brother. The mitigating <laughs> factors outweigh the aggregating. I'm just saying, bro. You gotta have discernment at that point and make sure you're not you're not blowing. <laughs> what Jay said, you can't blow all your money on hotties. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm just saying the rules have been written forever because they become a liability. They become a liability at that point, but you know it ain't tricking if you got it too. True. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying like. Hey, but absolutely. if you if you if you're spending it to the right woman, yeah, it's nothing wrong with that, fellas. So don't be cheap. Don't you're gonna make cheap. your mistakes, guys. Don't be guys. cheap. Don't be cheap, fellas. She concurs. Don't be cheap. I'm trying to tell you, don't be cheap, She's man. Like, don't be yeah. cheap. Don't be cheap. Because if it's the right Bastards. woman, if it's the right woman, then hey. why not? Yeah, spread love. Make yeah, sure she good. Sure, sure, hey, sure. listen. And if she not, then don't waste you your time. You ain't getting no cheese on exactly. your burger on the first date. I'm just letting you know that right now. <laughs> no cheese on the cheeseburger. No cheese on the burger first date. You gonna have to earn that, baby. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, man. Oh, you just give it all up. Cheese and everything, huh? Cheese. Double cheeseburger, cheese. two crisps. Goddamn. It, it, slice it thin. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, hey, hey, no, you we talking on hey, 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 Let me get a dollar, dollar cheese, dollar cheese, cheese. Hey, get a chopped cheese. And you tell her, cut it thin. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's crazy that we yeah. East Coast That's guys. the era I'm from. Hey, so hey, hey, cut hey, it let, let me yeah. tell you, hey, let me tell you, we talk about women from an East Coast mentality. So let's go AG Cubano, my West Coast guys. So in the West Coast, in the Bay, putting paint where it ain't. They look for girls the opposite. If you spend money on a girl in the bay you're a sucker mm. see they look so for girls who That's, got the money and, and when you talk and, to the girls they'd be like i got you they want to get that dude and how they get the dude is not just physical be like i got that bag for you too poppy mm. they take right. care and i ain't gonna lie i kind of like that that i think <laughs> i got a little west coast <laughs> I that's not no hey, New York Queen shit though. Imagine the shorty show up on the first date and says, 
Papi, I got a bag for you. You got a bag for me. That's how you trying to show my love. Oh, oh baby, man. you trying to earn my love with a bag? <laughs> she's trying to earn. She trying to, she trying to earn your love. Earn your leisure. Earn your love. Earn your love. That is a whole other podcast. That is a whole other podcast. Chris, earn your love. We start at two in the morning. New podcast. Nah. Nah, man. different strokes for different folks. Hey, bro. man, listen, at the you end of the I mean? day, you said it's money. Um, I, Again, I'm a type of person. Uh, the irony is my name is uh, Don Dinero. Um, but I, I look at money f as a tool. You know, I don't... Facts. Chris and I have been, I think, two things are tools. You, you, human beings respect money and violence. If you pull out a gun, everybody runs. If you pull out money, everybody comes closer, right? It's a fact. But if you eliminate those two things, then what do you have in a human being, right? If there's no... And that's kind of what we look for in people. Like me, myself, and my journey, I look for people where, yeah, we live in this capitalistic society, we need to earn a dollar. But are you a good person? Are you a good father? Can mm -hmm. I, do you keep your word? Mm. You feel me? Can I count on you? When you tell me it's 6.30 exactly. and you're running late, are you gonna call me and say, look, I'm gonna be, I cost my man, right? That's my brother. I don't have to call him. I can run late. No, I, I respect, like, we still after all the years, I'm like, Chris, what time you say again? 630, <laughs> GPS says I'll be at 639. He said, I, oh, I didn't know it was today. Yeah, I was <laughs> messing with him. He said, come on, I'm yeah, I had to fuck with him. I said, oh, it's today. I do that. I'm going to, uh, you see those big bills? I'll go to the waitress when she shows up with the bill and be like, well, I got to pay today? <laughs> I got to pay right now? But what I'm saying is it's about people. At the end of the day, mm -hmm. when I when I see the relationship you and you guys have, and it's helping people. people. Yeah, the wonderful thing about it is 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 giving. I think that at the end of the day, you're judged by when they put dirt on your box, is anyone going to hand a picture of you on their wall? Mm -hmm. Did you do enough for human beings to help them? Right? So I think that from a mortgage standpoint, I'm pretty sure you've, you've, people have loved you because you were able to get them their first house. Absolutely. That's right? fulfilling their dream. The yeah. It's helping so their yeah. dream. You don't understand the energy that may be why you guys are being so blessed? I look at it like, like that. Man, you guys must have always done their business right because this big blood. So you guys didn't just get blessed. This is a huge blessing. You know what it is? You're leading a movement. So those people in that circle that you guys have have to be good people. You can't, you know what I'm saying? To get, now what happens mm -hmm. now, you guys will be tested. Yes. I'm you five. You will be tested. You will grow. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I can't tell you everyone's going to stay in the same position because growth and not that you're gonna have problems, I'm just saying growth, but I think that you're living the greatest moment right now, but there's more things to come, but it has to do with good people. Absolutely. You know? You know, the one thing we pride ourselves on is good energy. That's you sure. know what I'm saying? And having people around us that are filled with good energy and good intentions, because not everybody's intentions are pure. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. you know, for us, and I speak for myself right now, I think everything that I've been through in my career, that me that mess, has become my message right. today. And it prepared me for everything that I went through, the trials, the tribulations, everything prepared me for the positions that God put me in place today to be able to have these type of conversations yeah. and reach millions of people. And now I speak to, you know, I'm 44 years old. Like, I'm OG to a lot of these people. Yeah, of course. Definitely. So when I, I remember when I came in the game, I didn't have no mentors. I didn't have no one to look up to. I didn't have no one in this industry that looked like me that would right. give me the shortcuts and the give help, me the game the and the help, right? So that way- and We I all need it. We all need help, right? And I was never been a person that's too prideful to ask for it, right? But the people that looked like me didn't want to help me because they looked at me as competition because I was hungry. Right. And for me, what I try to do is lead with great intentions for complete strangers, 
right? Because I know if I leave with good intentions to you and I know what I'm speaking about every day is wealth building, Yeah, right? It's buying real estate, investing in real estate. Don't be house rich, cash poor. Don't over leverage yourself. Make sure you have reserves, right? This is my language. This is what I'm speaking because that was part of my mess when I lost everything, mm-hmm. right? I didn't know. I was young, dumb, and full lessons, of Lessons, lessons. I had no, I had no, I had no clue. So now I believe that we are in the right positions at the right time and this is where we're all supposed to be. And that's why I think even when you look at everybody from a 19 Keys, a M500 to everybody that's in our circle, that's part of the network, we all come from different places, different backgrounds, different upbringings, but it's now we form like Voltron. Yeah. And now we're just out here at a very high level just trying to educate the masses at scale. Now it's become global. Yeah. Like, it's incredible. We've it's been, global. It's like, literally, this shit is crazy right now. We've been in London and people running me down in the streets like, yo, mortgage guy, I love you. I'm yes. like, how do you know me, bruv? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, that's bruv, blessing. how that's do you know blessing. me? That's a blessing. And, and like, I'm on billboards in London. That's yeah. Like, that's crazy to me. I'm, seen I'm, I'm a loan officer, Chris. Like, no, no, you're like, more than that. But yeah, I'm, now more. I'm more than that. You're Definitely. I'm that. an international speaker, best-selling yes. author, right? Like, yes. I'm an entrepreneur, investor, like, number one black real estate podcast in the world. Like, I'm so many more things than just being a loan yes. officer. But the origin of everything always comes starts back. To starts core. The core of me is the mortgage guy. Right, so I never. This is why online I can talk about so many different things that I'm doing, but no, I keep it strictly to the thing that got me to the place that I am right now. Right, I could talk about my investment properties. I could talk about the money we're making and all this other foolishness. Yeah. No, I'm keeping it strictly to the mortgages because that's my calling, that's my passion, that's the core, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Nothing more, nothing else. You want to learn about mortgages, real estate financing, whether it's a primary resident investment property, you want to do commercial, whatever it is, from a financing perspective. I'm your guy. You want to learn how to be the investor? Go see DJ Envy and them. Mm-hmm. Go see this person over here. These are my guys. They invest. I vouch for them. They'll teach you how to be a good landlord. I'll teach you how to be a good flipper and stuff like that. Sure. I'm going to teach you how to get the funding. And I'm going to stick to that. I'm going to stay in my lane. And I'm going to be the best that I can be in my lane. And that's all I try to do is be better than I was yesterday. Man, Every great. single day, bro. Dope. That's great. How do I go from there? That's uh, I don't know if I should move further. From there. That's, like, that's strong. We here, we here. So let me just ask. Let me ask a question again. Mm-hmm. Um, where you are currently? What like I'm, my question would be? What's next? Mm-hmm. What do you see as the next move? The next progression to move forward. The next move, the next progression. Uh, first of all, just keep. I know it. you said you're staying there, but is yeah. there is there another level to this? Again, and you know when you do loans, right? Because everyone wants to get a home, own a home. Absolutely, everybody wants to own a home. They just may not know how to go about it. They may not have enough resources to be set up. They may not know about the uh, you know programs. those different programs that can yeah. help them or assist them. And that's really the the beauty of why. I say what you're doing is so powerful because you're actually opening those doors up to make people more people know that they could actually accomplish the American dream is to own a home. Mm-hmm. That is one of the dreams when you're born in this country to own your own home. Absolutely. And 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 and, and get into that space and you're helping them from that standpoint because of the marketing and promoting of it. Absolutely. Is there another level, another gear to shift to? Absolutely. There's always another level, right? And I think for me, one of my goal was never to be on a mortgage bank, right? I never cared for it because of the regulations and the risk. 
and I make I can make more money in my position now than the owner can. Mm-hmm. But traveling the country and now traveling the world and seeing how my message has impacted so many people, it's now it's it's it's, it's bigger than me now. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now I think from a legacy standpoint, how can I submit my legacy is by starting a black owned mortgage bank. Right? A black owned mortgage bank. Yes. This is the, the, the second part to this question mm-hmm. I was gonna ask you because my mind naturally goes into I'm always thinking outside the box and I'm like, could you structure again where you're loaning and you're the loan Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, that's going out to these people. And you, Absolutely. you put your criteria of what they have to do. Just Absolutely. Like these other institutions do. And then financially, and that's what, you and own that's what, that loan as well. Ex- Absolutely. How so, many loans go bad? A lot. <laughs> but but <laughs> a lot. when they go bad, is the institution losing or not? Depends. Because they still have an asset. It's just a different process, right? It's, it's just a different process. Because that asset is theirs. Yeah. You know, again, John says, yeah, I'll give you as much money as you want. You know, and he tells you to how many points he's going to take. But he knows until you pay him off, he owns that asset. Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. approves that asset. So you would approve the asset. You, you know it's worth X. Mm-hmm. The loan, they don't they don't keep the loan. It goes bad. So you made whatever you made off of that first payments they made until it went bad. Mm-hmm. But now you have the asset that could offset whatever's balanced. Absolutely. But bank from a banking perspective, we're not in the business to Except, own the real estate. Right. Right? So we want... That money, of course, that's you, coming in those course. interest payments, right? But I think for me, the next step would be ownership of of, of a mortgage bank. Whether I'm doing more private lending and securitizing, or I'm doing what I'm doing right now, and nine times out of ten, I'm gonna stay probably in the lane that I'm doing now, which just originate, like not originating, but helping the first time home buyer, helping the the investors, and lending that capital and selling that money in the back into like Fannie Mae and things of that nature, right? But being a face because how many black mortgage bank owners do you really know or see out there? Right. Right. The majority of it is the white boys club. Yeah. Right. So for me, I think how I think I, when you talk banks and mortgages, there's still a small percentage of our community that even understands that are homeowners. Well, no, exactly. I don't well, think we have 50% of us. Well, Hispanic is at 25%. Hispanic is uh 50 and black people, 42% Look at that. on the homes. Home right. Home but if you compare it to whites, White people is about 68, 69% of their community. No, I'm sorry, 70, 74% of their community own homes, right? So we have a long way to go sure. when it comes to us. So that's why for me, that wealth gap is so wide. I don't really have but to that's go. That's where the business is for you too. That's man. where the business ah. is for me too because of the gap is so wide. So that's why this is very important for me being out here in a public space, sure. getting the word out, educating, because the more educated my, my consumer is, the easier it is for me to close those deals. Those are my right? words for Adventure Music. Yeah. I used, there was a Charles Schwab commercial, <laughs> and I t- I jacked his slogan, which was, yeah. uh, educated, educated consumer is yep. our best customer. Absolutely. And so that's a more, fact, though. It's absolutely it's a, fact. a fact. And uh, the more I teach about the, in the car industry, business. about being independent, the better it is for Adventure Music. And that's why we do the podcast to kind of get the education part out. And that's why I do what I do every single day and put out content is yeah. because if I educate the masses at scale, if I just keep putting out, putting out, mm-hmm. when they come to me now, they know. 
And now you know the questions to ask. They know everything already because they're they're locked into my YouTube channel. They're locked into Earn Your Leisure. They know what's going on. So now when they come in the pipeline, it's smooth sailing because their expectations are set properly versus when you're dealing with an uneducated borrower, it's pain in the ass Mm -hmm. because now you're dealing with emotions. Yeah. You're dealing with they're unprepared. They're thinking you're robbing them. They're, they're thinking, thinking everything yeah, under blue yeah. sun. They don't trust everybody that's working yeah. for them, but they need they don't trust themselves. Right. And they're making it difficult for the professionals to do what they gotta do. So again, uh, the most educated borrower is the best customer for me. And being a black bank owner in the future is now my goal because now it's more of a legacy play for me. It's more so now how can I inspire more people? Because I have been I can't tell you how many people come to me saying they got their, their license because of me right. and my content. So now how do I inspire them at the highest level? Now when I document my journey of going from running a division to my owning my own, and now they coming behind me, now I can teach them how to do the same thing. Exactly. And in 10, 15, 20 years, now we have so many more black and brown owners in the space where we need that representation ready you even so, have but 18 is the minimum age to qualify for mortgage 18 is 18 is the minimum age and then okay. even out of college right so you like, get a mortgage before you can get a drink basically basically <laughs> <laughs> basically you can fight for your country you can fight for your country yeah, get a drink. yeah. yeah. why not be able to why, why not be able to build wealth yeah, but yeah, a lot yeah. of teenagers are getting to it right now nah yeah definitely information technology era man they're not playing around and if your parents set you up right you know, you you you'll be able to get it. Right. You know, it happens. Man, I'm telling you, you got me my wheels spinning, but I think you covered everything for me, man. I think I this was a great conversation. It was a great conversation. I appreciate your time yeah. and everything coming in. Thank you for yeah, having me. Safe travels. Safe travels. Thank you for having me. Thank y'all for having me. And I'll man. be at y'all next event whenever I can. You know yes, that. I'll yes. Invest Fest coming soon. Invest Fest. Is that in Atlanta? In Atlanta. Yeah, that's great. Atlanta. I think uh, I'll tell a date. It's a weekend of. We got to out. We got to get out there. Weekend of August 25th. But I'm going to tell Troy and Rashad if they don't put me on again, I'm going to boycott their ass. Nah, nah, it's not happening. Boycott Sal. (laughs) (laughs) Sal's pizza. Nah, nah, we're going to figure that out. We're going to definitely figure that out. Yeah, But, man, again, congratulations on all your success. Keep it going, man. Thank you. Anything I could do, I'm here. And I want to, again, just keep pushing culture forward, man. That's yes, sir. It. Let's do it, man. Big queens in the building. Big queens Definitely. in the building. Let's go. I want to thank everyone for, you know, joining us here. This is Chris Guy Lorenzo. Keep liking, sharing, subscribing, and, and sharing these, these Leave this, them comments. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate everything. Don't forget the merch store. Get your merch. Get the merch. You know what I'm saying? My partner, Don De Niro. You already know, Mr. Manufella Gringos. Que hola. <laughs> and Matt, thank you again. Thank man. you guys. We I appreciate it. Peace.